hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Swing podcast where we see new movies. And then we tell them, we tell the movies, we tell the movies, sit the movie down and we say, you listen here, movie, <laughs> shut up. You tell us where the, where the other drugs are going or we're going to put you in jail. <laughs> um, no, we're not cops. We'll let, we'll let the movies do whatever they want with drugs. Uh, my name is Robbie Anderson, doing another, just doing another bit, just bringing another bit to the to the game, just the usual shit that I do. <laughs> you guys know, you guys know my deal at this point. Um, yeah, you know, hot takes, stories from podcasts, stories from beacon.com. You go there, you got a bunch of other stuff. We do mad podcast, we do mad content. You guys might think that story screen is just a place that shows movies where you get a ice cold brewski, glug, 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 burp, an ice, ice cold brewski. <laughs> that but no, this was great. The burp, that was good. It's really, really spot on. Really right? accurate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah we got a ton of stuff if you're here to check this out thank you but don't worry we got plenty of other stuff on our website but here and now we're doing a hot take hot take where we see a movie and we bring our hardest hottest and hardest our super rock hard impressions <laughs> to the microphone uh my name is robbie anderson and i'm joined by diana demuro hey How are you? it's good to see you good to see you excited to talk about this movie uh and we're here to talk about everything everywhere all at once maybe the first time i've said the title correctly yeah who knows i i definitely um, was calling it other things at some <laughs> Every, yeah everything I think I got, everywhere I would, all the time or <laughs> i think i would get everywhere and everything swapped around it's fine um which is it's fine that kind but now of I got it. that kind yeah. of goes with the the, the vibe of the movie <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once, directed by Daniels, which is the Daniel directing team, Dan Kwan and Daniel Schneinert. Not sure if I said that right, but that, that might happen a lot this episode. Close hopefully, enough. Schneinert. Hopefully we can do do a good job. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you may remember them from Swiss Armor Man. They did some really cool music videos. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about their cinematic background a little bit as we dive into this movie but without further ado diana what is your hot take on everything everywhere all at once go see it go see it that's my hot take it's great spicy yeah uh it's coming to story screen beacon theater so we're recording this and probably when this comes out it will be showing so please go see it on the big screen i think it's a lot of fun it's got awesome action it's got Lots of heartfelt moments, much like Swiss Army Man. It's got some nice. uh, gross humor, also like Swiss Army Man. All the good things. <laughs> All the good things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my uh, my hot take is also uh, this movie fucking slaps. Yeah. It's mad good. It's you know it's hard. I think we we talked about this a little bit the the day that we saw it. Yeah. But um, you know when movies get hyped up a lot, so much hype. It's it's hard. It, this movie had so much hype and it's kind of in like a short window. Like I think it got released a little bit early in some places, and then like you know by nature of what we do, we follow a lot of other movie buffs online, so right. we see them all really hyped up about this movie. Um, I think it was only a matter and, of time though, because like I feel like we both saw Swiss Army Man not knowing anything about Daniels and it's great. It blew me away. And so I kind yeah. of expected eventually their next movie would be kind of cray and, and that more people would start talking about them. 
Yeah, and I think like just Army Man is is so like it, this movie is weird, but Swiss Army Swiss Army Man is so weird. Totally. That like I can understand why like it didn't have the same hype around it because like it's so good, but it's divisive in that way. Yeah. Sometimes movies are so good they they fly so close to the sun, nerds can't <laughs> like it. Fucking birds, fucking virgins out there can't appreciate a corpse <laughs> farting. Um, whatever. I like fine art, so suck on that. Yeah. But I think. <laughs> This movie, but in a lot of ways, this movie is like, for how weird it is, is like, I think it's like a bit more accessible. Definitely. In some ways, you know? Um, and it's playing on things that like modern audiences are a bit more like uh, culturally tapped into. Like, you, I think, you know, in the year of 2022, general audiences have a bit more of an understanding of like narrative structures like multiverses yeah and other characters being other characters and other universes like that's kind of like a thing that's like a bit more understood due i think to a lot of uh marvel's legwork and just relentless yeah this is a multiverse movie that. go see it yo <laughs> yeah it's cool it's badass yeah even, um, even just like the the themes of family or like parent child dynamic or you know yeah. enjoying your life or being kind to one another like those are all you know, some of those themes were also in Swiss Army Man. But like you said, yeah, they're a little easier to grab hold of in this framework. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it presents its themes, you know, without going into spoilers, I think it presents its themes like up front pretty like easily. But it's kind of the way like the journey it takes you on through those themes and kind of like the way it treats, you know, things like just wanting to the the uh, absurd journey to just be like happy totally. <laughs> you know like yeah like you like we'd rather like we as humans i think would rather like go through every kung fu obstacle and fight everything in our in our way than just kind of like accept certain things sure and i think that movie really like taps into the, the absurdity of that in a really like cinematic way totally um but yeah i i would say you know back to the subject of hype i feel like this movie like met the hype for me i didn't necessarily like exceed my expectations but i still really like yeah. i really really enjoyed it i just i just feel like we're almost coming to it a little late i think so too enough. and it's funny because i feel like yeah we're getting to that point where mm -hmm. uh i want the credentials to get shit early but we're not quite there yeah. yet <laughs> close i think we're getting close close Sometimes we get stuff a little early. Sometimes, a little early. sometimes we get to see yeah. screeners of things, and that is awesome. Yeah. And I want A24 to just send us all their movies early because they're good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, generally, we will give them good reviews. Yeah. And uh, if you pay us, we'll just throw our fucking credentials in the mud and just give you good reviews, even if it sucks. Throw so in like a decorative hat or mug or an album cover. That's a five. That's a five star movie. Yeah, no sure. worry about exactly. it. I'll sell out. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I feel you on that. Where it's like I kind of was almost like disappointed with myself that I wasn't as over the moon after seeing this as I was with Swiss Army Man. But I think that that was also because. All week long, we had been reading these awesome reviews and people's feedback on Twitter. and But then that also was right. part of the excitement where I was like, oh, cool. All right. They're getting recognized. All these actors are getting recognized. Like, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's okay. Like you said, yeah, I think it li lives up to it. Go see it. <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely go see it. And I think, like, you know, it's some of the ways that you might connect to it might be surprising. Right. Um, it deals a lot with like mother daughter 
issues kind of like i think specifically and like you know i've never been a mother or daughter there are definitely things i can like (laughs) relate to in that dynamic to a certain extent um i wouldn't say i felt alienated in any way like you know that stuff can be and you know everyone has a bit of a weird relationship with their parents at times yeah has like a hundred percent good one so there's things you can look into i think it could just be even generic parent child in some some of the instances because some of it really doesn't matter or like Michelle Yeoh's character kind of references like how her dad treated her and then that kind of yeah. influenced how she treats her daughter. So the generational trauma. Yeah. Just kind of, and like yeah. a cultural differences of raising your kids, like of, you know, her being from China and then yeah. raising her daughter in America and like just there being differences of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, what we see in like the farewell where the farewell kind of like tackles like, that specifically, like yeah. that kind of like cultural I dynamic. I love that and, movie and so much. That movie's so good. God, but it's, it's cool. so good in that. <laughs> She's so good. And also like, you know, that it, that movie does a really good job of kind of like, I think making like an American audience member, like understand like what the, like how some, like how you need to like, kind of like respect another culture's like traditions and stuff, even if you may not agree or understand it, you know? And I think like a lot of movies don't always like, tackle that dynamic super well and i don't know if this movie is super plugged into that theme 100 percent, but it's definitely like relevant in there yeah and like, you know interesting to to see on the big screen um shout out to james hong too who's just like he's so good he's so good and he's like i feel like he is 100 years old yeah <laughs> like, and, and he's and so he good he looks like he's 60 and he's probably looked like he's 60 for like at least 25 years yeah, he's just or like, like 50s. Yeah, he looks he looks yeah. great. <laughs> so does Michelle so, Yeoh. She like so doesn't good. age. She yeah. looks beautiful. Um and she's kick ass and her martial arts are awesome and I just like watching her do stuff and she's great. <laughs> yeah. And then um you you helped me pronounce his name earlier. Oh. Can you help me again? Ga. Wayland's. So it's pronounced Ga Hui Quan aka uh Data from the Goonies, or Short Round from <laughs> Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, the second one. Um, Waymond, his character name in this movie. Yeah, he was so good. Uh, he's so good. He's so good. He's got, like, s- several of the more poignant moments in the film, you know? Like, he... Yeah. Like, so many times where I was like, oh, Raymond, you know, he's he's really and he's good. doing, like, the... Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And he's doing, like, the second like heavy lifting of like being a character has to play multiple totally shades of his one character. Right. But I think, I think the, the actor and the character who like really like stunned me the most. And like, like this was like the most shocking thing about the movie. Not like shocking, but like, I think I didn't know. Right. Is Stephanie shoes. Joy Wang. She's so uh, good. Like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I want to see her in more things. She's so good. Oh man, she's great. Because she's just put, she's pulling in like triple duty, hundred duty. Like she's just being so many different types of herself. Yeah, she's in, like, total different, chameleon. Like, and stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm sure like doing the costume changes was probably part of the fun of like becoming these alternate versions of herself. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, the idea that this is a multiverse movie and that there's different versions of these characters and that they also have to like turn it on and off is so yeah. good. <laughs> she's great yeah 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 she is she is so good in this movie and i kind Um, of liked her the best when she was like her her most normal least super powered version of herself like she was just like yeah that was just a really good portrayal of like being a a 
Chinese American immigrant, like being a, a child of parents that maybe don't totally connect with what you're doing and then like having your own depression and just, oh man, she was so good. Yeah. Yeah. She was really good. And then, you know, finally kind of shout out to, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great performances in this movie, but I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis was also like really, really good. <laughs> and in the movie a bit more her. than I kind of uh, thought. She's great. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's great in everything. I love how how like up for being weird she seemed in this movie. You know what I mean? Like she was seemed like she yeah. was having a good time. And she was like doing like crazy. She was kind of the bad guy at one point. She's kind of not the bad guy at other points. Like, yeah. I just I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really good. I also think I want to be her for Halloween. <laughs> like that version of the character. like one. Yeah, she's so good. I just think it's yeah. I just think it's a really funny, funny costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool movie. I, I definitely really enjoyed it. I think um it's really interesting to see kind of like what Daniels, which is their like creative partnership name, right. is Daniels, um, to see kind of like their uh, like visual and like cinematic skill set, like kind of evolve yeah, over time. Definitely. And just kind of the ways that they, you know, are changing as creators. Like they, they come from a, a background doing a lot of like music videos and stuff, which is much more like it's less narrative focused. It's much more like technical, spectacle focused. Yeah, more visual, special effects focused. Right. Exactly. And then when they do Swiss Army Man, like you know, it's there's a lot of like practical, hilarious effects in that movie, but it's a lot more kind of like a of a narrative piece. And then this movie kind of feels like they are just like at the height of their power. Like yeah. they are they're operating on like you know the most crazy like special effects that you could see them like them do in their style. And it's so like their brand. And then like, you know, a narrative that, that is like equal to match. Like it is, this movie is very much like it's not style over substance. Like it's truly the two, you know, it is style and substance and it'll make you cry. It'll make you feel things. It'll make you like laugh and like cheer for like the action. Like it is very, very like, it's a very competent movie. It's super good. And it's also exciting in like, I think the A24 repertoire as they kind of are starting to do, especially with like kind of like Green Knight, maybe even before, like just kind of like bigger scope movies. Like yeah. there's something about everywhere all at once that feels like indie blockbuster. Definitely. And I think that's a new thing. I think that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. I definitely kind of want to go back now and look at some of their music videos like i'm looking through a list right now they've done some for foster the people they've done some for battles they've done some for the shins tenacious d passion pit G dj snake and little john they did turn down for what that's a yeah. that's a great video <laughs> um i think turning down for what gives you like almost all you need yeah for, for this <laughs> movie yeah, yeah totally so i really love that and then, like one of the things that i most love about swiss army man is because the soundtrack is kind of like a cool way of weaving in just like actual diegetic sounds like that the characters are making and then weaving that into like what's going on and making a new song out of something. And so it's kind of a cool yeah. in between of like, it's a movie. It is a music video. It has an awesome montage scene and the song is called montage. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. it's like kind of hilarious in when it is on the nose but then they know what they're doing it's great 
I mean, so much of like music videos is kind of like telling a, a narrative that's like kind of like loose and, yeah. you know, like it's not super like concrete in that way. You have to kind of like put it together yourself. But yeah, this movie kind of like has a bit of that too. I mean, like, you know, the, the visual effects in the movie are telling the story. They're teaching you like, well, how does like the multiverse work? Right. You know, which I think is like is pretty cool. Like it's it's educating you on like that concept my cat just jumped um, on my desk and is trying to chew on cords so if you hear stuff that's what's going on get out of here yeah! i'm just gonna lift him down to the floor <laughs> which cat which cat Hank. Is it? he's troublemaker hanky he's troublemaker i like all those Collect guys collect them all they're pokemons <laughs> all all 700 cats in your home i like them all <laughs> Um, Sun Lux also did the music for this. Yeah, and they are a cool band. I uh, and I, I was like, that's cool. I looked up that song that started playing during the credits, and it's it's Mitski and somebody else. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh yeah. And I I love I love some Mitski. It's a good year for Mitski. Yeah, I think I think Mitski went to purchase, which is where. Mm. I was yeah, I don't know if she. I think she like dipped though. She was like, "I'm done." She was like, shit. "I'm successful. I don't need this." Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. That's okay. Bye. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I uh, I found out that uh, the singer of Japanese Breakfast went to my college, but you know she's way younger than me. So I'm like, "Oh, you just came out with a really popular memoir, which also is successful, but you also have a really successful band." <laughs> Yeah, crying. In I heard that part. the memoir was good. Someone was. I was listening to Japanese Breakfast yeah. at work because Japanese Breakfast is a very good coffee shop. Totally. Um, yeah. And yeah, someone was just like, "Oh, you like Japanese Breakfast?" I was like, "Yeah," because like you know, I don't know if I love Japanese yeah. Breakfast, but I like. They're like good and I think it's good. Yeah. yeah, like it's good. You know, it's it's chill. Yeah, Mike and I and saw them mentioned... as like part of a festival last summer, yeah. and they were one of the better live acts. They were really fun. So. Yeah, I feel like seeing seeing them live would be really cool. Yeah. But the the memoir they mentioned, I was like, ooh, that sounds cool. I want to check that. I out. have a copy. I'll uh, I'll loan it to you. It's supposed to be a little sad, but that's okay. Hmm. <laughs> I'm okay with a little sad. Yeah, I can deal with a little sad. Yeah, this movie's a little sad. This movie is um, also a little sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, again, in spoilers, we we'll kind of talk about maybe the specifics for like a weird like art house sci-fi movie there are things to spoil in it um as all films have things to spoil <laughs> in it but um yeah i was i was surprised you know i i wouldn't say like i was necessarily like I, like there were things i like wasn't necessarily feeling emotional about but i was like oh man that's like sad or like oh wow that's right. crazy they're doing that but i think i did feel like teary eye kind of towards the end and a lot of it was like through kind of just the visual language of like them you know showing a lot of like a, it was like a montage of different things yeah. kind of like connecting this this idea this ultimate climax of the movie and i was just like wow that's like beautiful like it's really like it's like the movie is such like it's so bombastic it really crazy. is yeah it doesn't yeah. give you a and lot of time to recover with the new information that it gives you each time which is kind of fun but i think it yeah and i think like it's it works because it's also like it's also like a matrix pastiche like it's also like a spoof <laughs> totally, at times yeah, like it's definitely. like and it's very and i think that's like it, so on purpose and so what it's like so trying funny. to do yeah and it's so funny the way that they do that um yeah i don't know I, i'm just i'm also just very i'm very like into and fascinated by this like kind of this idea of like the indie blockbuster but maybe that just means movie that's not a marvel movie like i don't know there's something about this movie that's like oh yeah it's like 
it's big and prominent in here in such a big way, but like it's so like I don't know. It's it's not like other A twenty four movies, except for like maybe Green Knight, but it feels bigger than Green Knight, you know. Right. But I I bet if we were to like actually look into how much money they spent <coughs> like I know they I know they spent like ridiculously little making Swiss Army Man. And I'm sure they increased their yeah. budget for this movie for sure, but comparatively like you it said might be cheaper than we think yeah like comparatively to green knight or um maybe some other definitely marvel movies i'm sure like that to me makes it more of an indie because like they're still doing this awesome creative venture but yeah they're not uh using a main studio with millions and millions of dollars so that's true the locations are like <clears throat> somewhat sparse in a sad in a office yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like like that's like majority of where the movie takes place, and they definitely yeah, exactly. like are fucking it up. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. There, that that is a good point. That there might it might be deceivingly not as expensive as we think. Yeah, I feel like the money they spent is probably on on weird stunts, you know. So it's like creating yeah. some of those stunts um, and like some of the fun things around that, which I won't talk about till Spoily Town. Yeah, I also feel like a lot of the special effects in this movie. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of like computer generated effects like cgi but it feels like a lot of the stuff is like practical you know it like did. yeah like kind of an extension of like you know when you fuck around with cameras as a kid and it's like all right we're gonna like film this thing stand right here and then we're gonna turn off the camera and turn it back on and now you disappeared or something like that like it feels yeah. like an extension of like like how like i me and my friends would fuck around with cameras and try and do like quote unquote i think that also like effects. really works with when like looking back at older martial arts movies you know because like the the effects True. are totally more practical as far as like the fight scenes or like things physically getting broken as part of the stunt versus yeah. like them like photoshopping it in later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I don't know, when you see a guy's like head explode into confetti in this movie, like I feel like it's practical in some ways. Yeah. You know, like I feel like it's not just all made in a computer, which is is cool. And I do love And it's that stuff that really sings. <laughs> I wish I wish it things exploded into confetti more often. <laughs> It'd be fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> Some video games have like a mode in it where you can turn all your headshots into like the people will like blow up to confetti and wow. it's very satisfying. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Learn, learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we like this movie. I think we're ready to talk about what the spoilies are for this movie. Diana, do you have anything else you want to say to the, the audience that maybe haven't seen everywhere? Like, fucking goddamn it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I would say try and check it out on the big screen if you can versus waiting for yeah, small. I think I think it's worth it. I think it's a lot of fun. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a it's a good one to make the actual trip to the theater for. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, see it on the big screen. If you want to hear it be loud and be crazy, I kind of want to see it again. Yeah, I want to see um, it again. Yeah. You know, I saw Batman four times, three times. Oh. I would go see Batman again. Know, three or four times. I would also see Batman yeah. again. Batman comes to streaming, I think, in two weeks Ooh. or a week. Okay, okay. So I'll watch it again. There are sometimes Claire and I, she's just like, well, what if we go see Batman again? I'm like, I just don't know. That's three hours. It's a long, well, yeah. And like, listen, I like that movie. It's like, but like, yo, baby, we saw that shit three times in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> we've given Batman, we've given Robert Pattinson so much dollars. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But that movie on the big screen is very good. And I'm going to just talk about Batman any chance I get. So. <laughs> but we'll see if I talk about Batman in the next segment of the podcast. 
I might, but we're definitely going to be talking about the spoilers and everything everywhere all at once. We'll be right back, and I'm going to tell you who dies. And we're back with spoilies for everything, everywhere, all at once. You did it! I did it. I did almost fuck it up, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are things to spoil in this weird movie. Specific moments to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think of like what's a good jumping off point. Well... Why don't we do, you know, Premise Town? Premise Town? Yeah, Evelyn, Michelle Yeoh, she's got, she's getting audited for the laundromat that she owns with her hubby, Waymond, Mm. and uh, they go to do their taxes, and Jamie Lee Curtis is their scary tax advisor. (laughs) She is their scary tax advisor. (laughs) With the really funny, awesome accent. I'm not quite sure if it's New mm. York, New Jersey, or if it's what it what it is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else? During this process, she... She, she realizes that uh, there's a multiverse. There's a multiverse, yeah. Her, uh, her husband, like, blips out in the elevator and tells her... That he's her husband from a different universe, and she's in danger. And yeah. then he gives her, like, a cheat sheet of weird activities to do. Like, switch your shoes on your feet. <laughs> yeah. So the way, the way like, um, multi-dimensional... So it's kind of like the Matrix where, you know, you can, like, download skills. Right, from, but it's from other universes versus, it's like, from other universes. the Matrix yeah. putting it into the computer program. It's like... Oh. And the and the and the way that you like activate these skills or learn these skills is that you have to do something that's like really weird in your universe. And I love that they, they say that. that. They're like, that's not it. weird. <laughs> yeah, when they, well, it is funny when they try and do things that are weird. They're like, that's not that weird. Yeah. You gotta do something they're really like, weird. no, you have to do something else that's weird. You know, it, it's very funny. It's like not as specific. It's like their way of tapping into these, yeah. and they're tapping into like them in another timeline universe where they actually know how to do kung fu or where they actually know how to do something else so i kind of like that you know yeah it's still them it's just like they're bringing it to where they're at now yeah and the movie even like you know goes to like it very quickly introduces interesting things that are like you know it's like oh when you uh tap into these other universes like you there could be like a bleed-in effect where you like think that you're in that universe like don't like focus on that universe too much and like uh michelle yo is like or uh, evelyn is just like you know the the first one she does is the kung fu one and she so good (laughs) you know in the universe where she learns kung fu she leaves waymond and becomes an actress who is like a kung fu action star i love it and it's so good but like but she like fantasizes about that reality throughout the movie especially in the, the beginning part yeah and i love that idea um, like uh, it's very yeah. um like the aesthetic is very much like the movie uh in the mood for love like i'll like if we if you look at some like screenshots of what they're doing like it's definitely what daniels was trying to do like it's very like just like beautiful glamour like deep colors it you know yeah so so beautiful but i love that she's like 
a big plot point is kind of like Evelyn being unsatisfied with her life, which I feel like is mm-hmm. very everybody. <laughs> yeah, a hard saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's like, or like have, you know, the beginning part of the movie is like her trying to pass off certain expenses as business expenses but in reality they're like their hobbies like that she likes to sing karaoke or that maybe she wanted to try and do this as a job or just that she had lots of ideas and potential but maybe didn't follow through on some of them and I feel like that's just like a very human experience (laughs) to be like oh maybe I didn't live up to my potential oh in this other timeline I did that's pretty badass you know (laughs) yeah but then you learn that even in those timelines there are things that she was lacking you know totally like like in in the timeline where she's the kung fu action star like she sees Wayman there and they hadn't seen each other since they like separated and you know she she like longs for him they long for each other but they like you know will never know what it's like to like have a daughter have a life together have a daughter and have a life together yeah Yeah. and um yeah i think it's you know the movie i think it's like the main kind of thematic engine of the movie is like what she you know the, the relationship between evelyn and joy and like joy you know being a daughter who was um in the universe where all of this technology was invented joy was um pushed too hard by evelyn and you know, kind of became unstable and, and became like the chaotic entity uh, in all of the, she becomes the everywhere all at once right. in a way. And then Evelyn is also trying to become the everywhere all at once to, to kind of keep up and be able to, to combat her on all planes of existence. Yeah. And I, I um, love kind of but, that metaphor mm-hmm. too, just of like raising your kids and having, wanting your kids to be like being really really hard and intense on your kids because you want them to do better than you did or have more than you did or so like kind of like that idea of Evelyn like pushing and wanting more for her daughter and her daughter being like I just want to introduce my girlfriend to grandpa and like have you not be ashamed of me (laughs) and like yeah and normal stuff you know so (laughs) but uh I love that that kind of like is portrayed through all of these other skills that joy gets to have by being able to travel through all of the the universes together and share like all of those experiences all the time. It's pretty great. It's very cool. Yeah. And the way that they communicate that all is very cool. I think that uh, it's the way that they, deal with some of the other elements of the movie. Like, you know, she, she is like in general unsatisfied with her life, but the, the movie just like tries to kind of like tackle like what that means to be unsatisfied with this, yeah. or unsatisfied with this, but it's always like the answers always come from like kind of within, like, yeah. you know, there's not any, there's not really any like external thing she can do to fix any of these problems. You know, there's not, there's no amount of like learning a different skill or going to a different universe or doing a different Kung Fu. That's going to teach her how to like overcome these things. Like it's all, you know, from her realizing this stuff and kind of like the, the fight within to to be like, no, I, you know, I need to be pre- I need to be present in this universe and be here for right. my my husband and be here for my daughter. And I need to learn, like, you know, not to always show my love. Like, you know, her, her daughter is very in like the core universe that we follow as the audience. Her daughter, like, understands that when Evelyn makes 
mean comments about the way that she looks it's like kind of like her love language yeah. in a way you know Which so it's like she's like very like aware of that really it's super relatable. fucked up and like definitely a thing that yeah. that moms do yeah. um and yeah she has to like learn that that's kind of her love language in that way and then like michelle yo has to kind of learn that like it's not the way to do that but she but it's always it's kind of like a fun compromise at the end of the movie because she's still just like i still think you're getting fat but <laughs> you know i love you and yeah. Yeah. It's like her way of, of wanting funny. her daughter to take better care of herself, but it's also like you're like, No, don't do don't yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. And I think um the movie also like on like the joy side of things really deals with the kind of just like the idea that I think a lot of people in our generation deals with, and maybe even the generation before a little bit, was just yeah. like painful crushing nihilism <laughs> um and like how Fair. especially during pandemic yeah like, well and like <laughs> that like during the pandemic but also just like you know i think that you know our generation like has has really succumbed to i think we've all had times where we've really succumbed to like nihilistic thoughts and just been like none of this fucking matters or you right. know we're like none of this matters ex- but like you know do i just want to live for like the few speckles of moments where like things are cool and it's like yeah, I mean, yeah, you do. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. it's, that's like kind of one of the, like, other themes the movie's kind of spinning. And, uh, and that's with the, the everything bagel allegory. Oh, man. Of it, the bagel's so which good. Which is so good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that moment was really, like, poignant and relatable. Like, you know, I think, like, I know, like, for me, and I think it happens to a lot of people, like, you know, I think when you get, like, for me, it was when I got out of college and I was just like, oh, shit does not make sense like the way I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought I was going to have, like, a job or I thought I was going to have this and then, I, you know, you just end up kind of being depressed. I don't know. Yeah. Or I think everyone has, like, some period where they sure. just, like, go through go through something where it's just like, does any of this fucking... Like, why do I try so hard to do anything, right. you know? And, and I think that's what happens when... That can happen in, like, a, a parent relationship where you're putting so much of, like, the things that you don't have... Onto your child. Have yeah. On your into your child, and then they just are, you know... They don't like, want them. Yeah. Yeah, once... Yeah, they don't want them, or once they realize, like, wait, that's... That's not what I want, or or they... Or they're just like, you're putting all of this on me, and I can't be the, yeah. the arbiter of, like, both of our desires, so it just becomes crushing. Yeah, I... I definitely love, too, just, like, the message of, like like Waymond as the husband um just being like be kind like don't be mean as far as like Evelyn yeah. because she is sort of a little bit mean and a little bit like critical all the time kind of picking at him and Joy and he, yeah. he's sort of like the kind parent you know um but then like that whole idea of this alternate alpha version of him that's like more macho and then that version yeah, more capable yeah more capable yeah. and you know whether or not he was going to divorce her and her finding that out and being like what you're going to divorce me what you know so um yeah. i really like and all he didn't that. even like want to divorce her he wanted to like wake up call her right, right. Like, yeah like start yeah. that conversation which is you know it's an interesting way of uh, I loved like every time they showed kind of that flashback of like him wanting her to, to go to America with him. And then what would happen if she did it or didn't do it, you know, each time. Yeah. So because I feel like, you know, just in your own mind, it's always 
you know, not not always a good idea to do stuff like that, but it, it is pretty normal to think back on certain decisions in your life and be like, well, what if I did this other version? Nah. Yeah. Where would I be right now? You know, and that's not necessarily a healthy version to, to live your life like that, but that, you know, sometimes can be a fun thing to think of. Everyone, everyone does yeah, it. Yeah, right? everybody does like, it. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard to, you know, I've had to have that, like, realization with myself where, you know, I have to be like, I, you know, could have done certain things differently or maybe I wish I yeah. did certain things differently. But I'm, like, also really happy with what you have, the person I yeah. am now because of, like, the mistakes that yeah, I they shape you. made in the past. Totally. Yeah, they make you who you are. Right. You know, and I think, like, that's, that's there's some version of that lesson. In this movie, for sure. In this movie as well, yeah, yeah where it's like, you know, yeah, you could have had different life paths, but the one that you're on, you know is is satisfactory and satisfying for like all all the reasons that are there but i also think you know it's it's uh being like a like a like a business owner too and like being just like always strapped for cash and like you know having to deal with her like you know it's just not the life that she thought she was gonna have you know yeah and like you know she she wanted to start this or like you know it was wayman's idea to kind of start this like laundry mat and then it seems like she's kind of like ultimately taken over all of it, you know, like yeah. So yeah, that's it's it's interesting to see in that way. But you know, by the end of the movie, she seems like you know she wants to be you know she wants to show love to Wayman. She wants to be she wants to be present, you know, in like in the meeting and be present in this world and in this life, and that's cool. And she realizes that like you know her daughter needs to be open with her like with her partner and with her lifestyle, yeah. and then like you know when. She teaches, she she tells um, Gong Gong uh, James Hong's character yeah. about like her girlfriend. Right. Like it goes over a lot better than she thought. It's yeah. all it's all good. It's stuff, also though. kind of like that give and take of like letting your child leave, like letting them leave the nest, and then yeah. hoping that they're going to come back. So it's kind of like letting her go into the bagel, and then also like wait, having her welcome her back. You know, it's like at the same time giving her a little bit more freedom and trust, but then telling her that she loves her, you know? And so, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the, the bagel, like her going into the bagel, I kind of read it as like, you know, I feel like the ultimate like nihilistic end is to like kill yourself, sure. you know? So she's just like, yeah, I just want to like, she wants to be nowhere, everywhere all at once. She wants to be nothing, you know? And like her mom is trying to give her the, the, like the freedom to kind of make her choices. Yeah. And she's just like, but that's clearly the choice you want to make. I don't want to make you do that. And like the moment I got emotional is like when they're right in front of the bagel, they're having that fight. Oh, yeah. It's like them hugging and it's like the planet's crashing. And it's just like, you know, like this whole movie is just to teach this character to kind of like get over herself and just be able to show love and do that. But like, you know, it's not like, I'm like, oh, like you can't just like do that earlier. It's like, no, like that's like a hard thing to. No, yeah. You know, it's like it's like a hard thing to like forgive people. It's like a hard thing to. It's a hard thing to, to learn you yourself know. too. Just like yeah, yeah, you know, like sometimes it is easier just to be like. Sometimes you get into like mean person autopilot. Yeah, you know, and you're like, no, stop, like fuck, you know, I can't do this right now. No, like yeah, you know, and and it takes a lot to like break that pattern. You know, I love the the very weird. Uh, universe side plot of the hot dog fingers <laughs> and then that was great. and having yeah. in that in that universe that Evelyn is actually like romantically with Deidre with Jamie Lee Curtis's character and so 
I feel like there's sort of like another parallel where they, you know, they've been kind of like battling to this point, And then they get to a point where even in the in the current universe that she ends up in, that they kind of like find common ground that they sympathize and they like laugh together and have a good time together. But yeah, that yeah. whole that whole sequence of them just like dancing around so funny. with their hot dog fingers and using their feet for stuff instead. <laughs> it's just so good. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, that that was like a good like cut to for comedic Hell yeah. effect yeah. as well during like kind of the more serious moments in the I movie. I feel like the funnier parts of the movie were usually like like all of the weird shit that they had to do to get their their powered up their skills to travel in the multiverse, you know. Oh yeah, like the butt plug. Yes, uh, yeah, like part of the movie is so good. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny when she just like first shows those as her awards, as like being like a good. Yeah, and you're like, those are. You're like, plugs. wait yeah. a minute, <laughs> and I'm like, those are gonna come into play. <laughs> They'll be back. Yeah, Don't you worry. Definitely. Um, I would I would say like my other favorite part of that was the like raccoon cooey. <laughs> It's like oh my it's God, like so the the make like like having <laughs> Evelyn mistakenly you know not say Ratatouille but she's talking about a raccoon version and then that actually is an alternate universe yeah like you're like you're like oh she's saying it yeah, wrong and then you're yeah. like no like wait, her daughter is like do you mean Ratatouille so <laughs> he's like no raccoon cooey you know it's a raccoon on his head and you're like what and then I love that actor he's from Glee and he's like a really awesome dancer so. It's just, oh, yeah. really? That's so it's funny. Just, it was really funny. Well, he does a lot of really good physical, yeah. like, kind of humor in that right. role. Like, yeah. It makes sense. So that, yeah. I feel like that makes sense because he's probably, he probably also knows martial arts and stuff, but he's, like, a really good dancer. Um, so that's yeah. really funny, just, like, having that raccoon on his head at the at the hibachi. <laughs> so, that, that shit was so, it had me dying. It was so funny. It did, but then yeah, it's, like, when she's going to help him and she's, like, you know... When she makes him run and she gets on his head, you're like emotional. You're like, oh, wait, this is going to work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's like that's the Daniels yeah. kind of secret sauce. So superpower, good. Right? Where they'll they do something that's like kind of gross and kind of weird, but they built it up in such a way where you're just like, I am so like terribly emotionally invested. Yes. in this. Like I need to see them. I need to see this waiter run at full speed yeah. <laughs> to get this raccoon. Oh, so good. Um, you know, and she's like, and it's so like she's doing all these like absurd nice things for all these people as she's fighting up the staircase to right. the bagel, and and you're like, you're like, oh my god, like I want to cry. This is so beautiful, yeah. you know. Like she's just oh, so she's good. learning like her superpowers to fight with kindness, yes. you know. Yeah, and it's just crazy in a movie that's like you know essentially multiverse ladybird. There's also <laughs> like just the lessons in being kind right. and like and like you know to to kind of like fight with niceness and not fight with fighting and like you and know being do bitter that. And it's, mean. it's all yeah. very cool yeah and that and like i like that you know the movie doesn't like you know if you can look at this relationship with evelyn and joy like it doesn't make the character of the mother who maybe did things wrong like make you sympathize for her and be like oh now she's forgiven because i sympathize with her like she does the work to become a better mother to the character in the movie right you know, it's not it's not like a movie where it's like because I feel like sometimes like movies justify bad actions or narratives justify bad actions by teaching you why the characters do bad things. And in this movie, they do that, but they also like have a character go through all of the shit to become a better person, right. like, do the work. And I think that's a lot more rewarding. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. 
I also I want to see I want to see Gahi Kwan in more movies, man. I was so excited that he was in this. Like, it's definitely he's great. Like somebody that I loved as a child. I was like, oh crap, what happened to him? And then I was like, this is awesome. He's back. <laughs> he's back. Yeah. I want to yeah. I want to see him in more American movies. And I want to see uh I want to see Stephanie Hsu in more movies. She was awesome. She's so she's so good. Yeah, put her in everything, yeah. please. Really good. Please. Way good. Yeah. All right, D, do you have anything else to say about everything everywhere all at once? Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah. Both thumbs up. <laughs> Both of our thumbs Way up, four thumbs, way up, five, uh, ten hot dog fingers to the sky. Shooting uh, ketchup and mustard. Shooting ketchup and mustard. God, I hate, oh, I hate that was gross. all those scenes so much. They're so that yucky. That's so gross. Um, God, no. So funny. Uh, well, Dee, thank you so much for joining me on this hot take adventure. Thanks for having me. Through the multiverse. Who knows uh, what podcasts our multiverse selves are doing in other universes. Hell yeah. But Hopefully they're good, and hopefully we have regular fingers, because I don't want to meet Hot Dog Finger Robbie. Mm. I'm not interested. No. I don't need to know. I like hot dogs, so I feel like that would be problematic. <laughs> That's true. You will forever be tempted. I'd be like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I could just nibble on the end of my finger until lunchtime. Yeah. Until it's time to snack. Well, who knows what they eat for food oh, if their fingers yeah. are like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, this is not the only podcast we do for StoryScreen. StoryScreenVegan.com is a host of many podcasts, articles, and reviews. Head over to our website to find our schedule for movies, to find more articles, to find more podcasts. And while you're there, you can sign up for our members-only service. You don't get a jacket, but you do get exclusive podcasts. Where we do really niche topics, where we talk about specific directors, Denise specific actors. Denis, we have the sweet, sweet Denis cast where <laughs> Mike Burge and I talk about Denis Villeneuve's uh, entire filmography, step by step, two movies, an episode. Uh, we're about to do Sicario and Arrival, Ooh, so it's exciting. But we have episodes for all the ones. I'm very excited yeah. to watch those movies. Turns out he has not made a bad movie. Awesome. And I know the rest of the movies he's made, and they're also they're all good. good. So that's sick. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, head over to our YouTube channel where you can find uh, some of our videos. We hopefully be making more of them soon, but we have an entire backlog of really cool video reviews, really cool video essays and think pieces. You can hear Diana's voice there. You can hear mine <laughs> um, if you're not too tired of them yet. So, uh, yeah, there is a lot of ways to support us, but if you're listening to this, thanks. Thank you. Good on you. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, I'm Robbie. That's D. Peace. We'll see you later. Peace. Bye.